0: Can either of you tell me who wrote The Great Gatsby?
1: Jody Bloom? Hitler?
0: F. Scott Fitzgerald. Who's that? The author.
1: Well, why are you saying fuck him? What? You just said F. Scott Fitzgerald. What what did Scott Fitzgerald do to you? Yeah.
0: No, that's his first name.
1: His name's Fuck Scott Fitzgerald?
0: What? No! Well,
1: then what's the F stand for?
0: Francis.
1: No, it's got to be fuck. It must be it's gotta fuck. Be fuck. Yeah. It has to be fuck.
0: Why the hell would it be fuck?
1: Well, cuz otherwise why wouldn't he just say it? Yeah, he's hiding something. It's fuck. Come on, read between His the name lines, is fuck. Sam. It's fuck.
0: <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots.
1: Yeah, well, whatever. Dads be like, "I hope you're treating my daughter like a princess. Did you know that your daughter throws hands like a prison inmate, cusses like a sailor, and drinks like a fish?" Yeah, she does. Well, I'm treating her rough.
0: I'm going out tonight, so hide your men. Not because I want them, but because I don't want to see a singular man on my outing. But tell me you got a nice package without telling me you got a nice package.
1: <laughs> tell him, honey. He doesn't. You bitch! Do you follow sports?
2: Oh my god. Sports? I love them.
0: Who are your favorite teams?
2: The, uh, I like smaller teams, like the, not the big leagues. I like the, like, um,. Long Island Mediums. The the Acorn Pine cones. I
1: haven't heard the none. Fire
2: Island Penguins.
1: I like the Cincinnati Thunder Wizards. You can stop. The Orlando blooms.
2: I woke up this morning. I didn't give a fuck. Took the first sip of my coffee. And I knew. I still didn't
1: give a fuck. It's a beautiful morning. And guess what? I don't give a
0: fuck. I just need like eight to 12 hours of alone time in the morning, and then I'm recharged and totally ready to tackle the day. To the man at the gym who asked me why I wear loose sweatpants to work out in, and I responded to make room for my huge dick. And then I asked you why your pants were so tight. Are you okay? I hope not.
1: Have a good day.
2: What's up guys? Welcome back to a hot mess podcast. Oh my god, the Orlando Blooms, (laughs) my favorite sports team. The Orlando Blooms are my favorite. Oh my god, I can't. That was so fucking good. Hi guys, welcome back to a hot mess podcast. We are back for another Monday. Of course, as always, I am here with my brother, my family, the love of my life, Ernesto. Hi Ernesto, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Good. How's your day been? How's your, how was your weekend? What's going on?
1: Uh, weekend was kind of a, a, a slow weekend. Um, I did a lot of work on Saturday, and then Sunday I kind of had to rest and recharge because my whole week was really, really busy. I had a big yeah. job that I was working on, and it kept me busy almost 13 to 14 hours a day. So um, I, did, I, needed, I, I pretty much caught up on all my sleep on Sunday.
2: Yeah. You were very busy. You had a long week. I felt like you're always busy, but I think this past week was especially busy for you, which is amazing. I love that.
1: Yeah. 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 I was happy to, you know, I'm happy to to be busy. I love being busy. So it wasn't like, it wasn't something that I was dreading. I was enjoying it. So
2: I love that. Yeah.
1: Plus I got paid really well.
2: And that is the most important part, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is the most important part. It's the reason why we work. Uh, my weekend was good. We, I uh, had a friend in town. We did some stuff. We, we actually did get to go to dinner on Friday night, which was fun. We had a blast. It was a
1: lot of fun. Uh, it was. Let's talk about Thursday. How you kind of pretty much when you when I told you that I was I may not make it because I, I was busy. I know. Text, I got mad. Uh, her reply was. Tell me you're joking. You're joking, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, unfortunately, it's just, it's so crazy. It's busy and all of that. But no reply.
2: But let's rewind because in the beginning of the week, he said, oh, I'm down Friday or Saturday, whatever. So then all of a sudden, Thursday comes along and I'm like, oh, we're going to do this place. Oh, I don't know if I can make it. I said, you're joking, right? You said, I wish I was. This, that? <laughs> I, I wish didn't... I was. Did I even respond or did I say, okay? No, you did no, not. No, I didn't. Yeah. I'm you did not like respond. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, fine. Re-
1: you did not respond until the next day when I was like, yeah, I'm going to find a way to make it. And you yeah. were like, yay. I'm like, okay, yeah. now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Because don't tell me you're going to do something and then not, unless it's like an emergency.
1: Well, it was not an emergency, but I had no idea I was going to still be busy on Friday.
2: I know. That's why I didn't respond. I wasn't going to be mean, but I just wasn't going to be like, oh, I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fine, whatever. But I didn't respond. But Ernesto was able to come out. It was a lot of fun. We had a friend in town from New Jersey, and we went out with a couple other friends. It was a lot of fun. We had a blast.
1: We had a good time. We had a really good
2: time. Went to dinner. We ended up doing some bowling. It was so much fun. Yeah. Who won? Um fine, I came in second. Ernesto <laughs> won. I was like, damn it, how do I get myself out of this? Yes, Ernesto won. He kicked I my ass. I wasn't
1: I wasn't even gonna mention the bowling until you yeah. You he it.
2: had this like weird curve thing he did. I he's uh, in a professional bowling league. He just never told me. It's
1: fine. Uh, well, totally fine. Yeah, the we started changing names in the middle of the games. We started changing uh, uh, the name, you know, you can change, you can put whatever name you want on there. So I cha- <laughs> i changed your name to No Butt At All.
2: <laughs> I hate you. I
1: hate you. But what did <laughs> I hate you? But I... What, did... <laughs> what did she say? You're lucky we
2: have a podcast together friend... and we're already friends because you're an
1: ass. Our friend was like, <laughs> she didn't read the as No Butt At All. She was like, why does it say No butthole <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, everyone has a butthole. Come on
1: an yeah, asshole oh my gosh and then one of them what oh yeah the other friend we named i named him uh needs bumpers,
2: needs bumpers. oh he sucked sorry yeah, Malik. He
1: was, yeah yeah sorry
2: we, we love you malik but yeah it was a no-go
1: need bumpers uh and wendy started an instagram uh, uh group chat with malik and i yeah and malik renamed it to need bumpers <laughs> now you I can title it. your instagram groups yes. yeah he renamed it needs bumpers
2: so then after we went to dinner, we went to this little bar that's right downstairs. And I was telling Ernesto that he has what's called Sampaku eyes. I think I'm saying that senpaku. right. I think Senp- I don't know. I- Sampaku eyes. Yes. So what that means is that you have more white on either the bottoms or the top of your eye or to the side, I believe. And there's this like superstition that people who have Sampaku eyes Die faster than other people. So I was die like, younger,
1: you said, die younger.
2: Or younger. You said, younger, yes, I think. or faster, whatever, to each throw. But, anyways, I was explaining this to him and we were just like talking about it for a minute or whatever. So then when we went bowling, he went to change it. Like his name to Sampaku and I don't think he remembered. I didn't what remember. It was,
1: yeah, I didn't remember. So he
2: so he changed his name to San Papi. And I was like, <laughs> You wish Ernesto. San Papi. Get out of here. So his enough. was San Papi. Didn't I change it? What did I change it to something else after? San Gordo. Oh yeah. <laughs> after he changed mine, he was being an ass. I was like, Oh, you're San Gordo. Like, okay. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So much fun. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The week was busy for me. Weekend was busy. So much fun. I had a photo shoot today, which was amazing. Had a blast. But yeah, the week's been going good. I feel like um, time is kind of going by slow right now. I don't know why for some reason, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it, but I'm doing this new challenge. And it's something new that I just talked about today on my TikTok live but I am doing a whole entire month at home. I am not going out. I am not going to brunch. I am not going to lunch. I am not going to dinner. I am keeping my ass at home unless it has to do with my son, like a doctor's appointment, work, or the gym. And that's it for a whole month. I'm not have, going anywhere.
1: Have you named a challenge yet? Because I have a perfect name for it.
2: What's, what's the name?
1: The Hermit Challenge.
2: Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Listen. Okay. So we're, we're, we're hopping into June. Right. And my birthday month is July. My birthday is July 30th. Mm -hmm. And usually I celebrate all month long for my birthday. So I was like, you know what, Monty, save your money. You've been spending a lot of money lately. Get your bag up, stay at home, get your fitness on. So I just went to the gym tonight. I am literally recording right now. I haven't even showered, (laughs) but going to the gym every day. In the evening, getting on my Peloton in the morning, watching what I eat, watching mm-hmm. what I drink. I'm not doing any hard liquor or beer. If I want to have wine, fine. We all have to have a vice. But other than that, that's it. I'm gonna do it.
1: I am so grateful that we have a remote podcast right now because she's in her little cupboard under the stairs right now. My Harry Potter closet. S- all sweaty and stinky.
2: I am. And I am.
1: uh yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm I'm this is this is what I'm happy we, we do have remote podcasts where we don't, we're not in the same room.
2: I'm happy that you guys can smell me. Just kidding. I actually really don't have like a lot of body odor. I don't smell. I can work out for like two hours. I don't really smell. I'm sniffing my armpits right now and I like smell like vanilla. I'm sorry, okay. guys. Anyways.
1: I, I'll take a screenshot and show you guys.
2: <laughs> All right, guys. Let's actually hop into the topic. I feel like we've been talking for like 40 minutes. Um. The topic of the day today is kind of going into like things we've talked about in the past. And I know, you know, things are gonna come up over and over because that's what we do. But today we're gonna kind of switch it up a little bit and get into therapy. I know we've like dabbled in this like a little bit, but let's get more into it
1: today. Well, yeah, I think one of the things that we're gonna have we're gonna do is uh, because I don't, I'm not gonna say I'm not saying we're gonna run out of topics. But there are various topics inside of topics that we've already spoken about. So we're going to always end up revisiting things that we may have spoken about, but we're going to revisit them in more detail. And And there's never
2: enough time too.
1: Well, I mean, it's not there's never enough time. Uh, It's just that we you know, we limit ourselves to a certain amount of time because we don't want to make a super long podcast. We don't want to make a two and a half to three hour long podcast. So we do it this way and then we will retouch. We will touch back on certain subjects and then we will revisit certain things that we've talked about before because either somebody asks a question about it or we just wanted to talk about it again because of something else that has occurred between the last time we spoke about it to the next time we speak about it.
2: Exactly, yeah. All right. So I always start usually with asking Ernesto a question. And again, you guys know this. Ernesto and I, we wink every podcast. We don't really, we'll talk maybe, how, how long did we talk before we started? 10 minutes, if that? I,
1: I'd say, I mean, 10 to 15 you know? minutes. It's just and, yeah. and, and, and most of it isn't even about the podcast. It's just catching yeah. up with our day and things like exactly. that. So we don't really discuss what we're going to talk about. I mean, we discuss the subject. We talk Mm -hmm. about the topic. We decide, let's talk about this today. Mm -hmm. And then we just go from there. We wing it. That's it. We don't prep anything else. I don't, she doesn't tell me any questions. She's going to ask me. I don't, I don't, I don't tell her any questions. I'm going to ask her. We just go with it.
2: We like to free ball in life guys. This is why it's a hot mess. So it is kind of cool because you'll ask me questions and I have to think about it. And I'm like, Oh shit. And I think vice versa. And that's what I like. I don't want it to be super produced. I know a lot of podcasts will get, you know, producers and things like this and, you know, maybe eventually who knows, but right now we're free balling through life guys. Okay. We're
1: yeah.
2: Free yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm free balling in multiple ways.
2: I know I don't wear underwear, so I'm free balling too.
1: <laughs> pretty much.
2: <laughs> and I'm she's, sweaty.
1: <laughs> she's free <free-volving.
2: laughs> I'm sweaty balls.
1: <laughs> oh no.
2: Okay. So We're getting into the topic of therapy, right? Which a lot of you guys know. I think therapy is super important in anyone's life. I don't care if you deal with depression, anxiety, you have marital problems. If you are going through life and you're like doing great, I think therapy is still a great option. So, my first question for Ernesto is and I already know this answer, but I want you to answer it for everyone else. Have you ever been to therapy? And I already know the answer, but you can answer it. And then do you know anyone that has been in therapy besides me?
1: (laughs) Yes. And yes, uh, the therapy that I've been to was counseling um, when I was married, it was marriage counseling, couples counseling. I love that. So uh, my wife at the time and I went and it wasn't to a therapist. Um, She is She's a Christian, she's a believer, so she wanted to go and speak with her pastor. So I decided, yes, of course, let's do that. let's anything we can do to help out with what we need uh help in, let's do it. So right. I went there and it was about two months of therapy that we went to. okay, and uh, we got into a lot of different subjects we talked about many things that she was a little uncomfortable talking about and she didn't realize that we were going to delve into these things. I, as you know, I'm comfortable in discussing anything with anyone at any time. So I had no problem discussing all of our intimate details and topics and subjects like that. Uh, She didn't realize that it was going to get very personal with her pastor, somebody she sees on Sunday every day. Right. And he's going to know about our sex life and all of, all of the things that she didn't expect to. The, for it's him the to
2: reason why I never wanted to go to confession growing up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I get that. I understand that. Um, I grew up Catholic. I grew up in a Catholic family, so yeah,
2: both of us I did do
1: confession uh, not very often because I mean, I just I mean I, I didn't practice Catholicism. As a young adult, not even as a teenager. So I didn't really do confession. Yeah. And as, as kids, you really don't do confession. So uh, it's rare. Shit, I, think I it, did. I think we've done it maybe, I, I did it maybe four or five times at the most. My parents did
2: all the time.
1: Yeah, so all I, didn't, the time. Um, I didn't do that. My parents didn't force that on upon me, but they were not very... They weren't the super religious at that time. They weren't very religious at all, anyway. But they weren't. They weren't like you have to go and you have to do your rosaries. And they didn't. They didn't that.
2: force you. They I didn't like enforce
1: that. that. So, so
2: um, going back to therapy, I know you know your marriage didn't end up working out for whatever reason. Totally fine. But in the moment when you were in therapy, did you think it helped or did you kind of see it as nonsense?
1: I didn't see it as nonsense, and I didn't think it helped. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not Fair saying enough. that it was a bad thing to go it just didn't help with our situation it didn't make it any better because it was addressing was that winks that was winks and (laughs) he's around and i have no idea i see
2: him okay so just so you guys know ernesto we're looking at each other so ernesto can see me i can see ernesto so he sees me in my harry potter closet i see him in his room and i see winks just like hop up onto this box he Oh. He's doing zoomies around the room. I love, he is, I love and it.
1: He, he, he climbs on the top of my headboard. like. Notice so
2: Taro, my but, cat too.
1: But I Taro know. just sits up on the top of your, your headboard. Winks. Yeah. He, he, he scales it like he's running. like he's, It's just a uh, crazy thing. It's like an anime so cartoon cute. running on the side of the wall. That's how he gets. But I think he just overcompensated this time. He <laughs> ended up hitting the nightstand. He landed did- on the nightstand as opposed to landing on the bed.
2: I love it. I just see him like jumping up in the air. I was like, "Holy shit, parkour!" Like,
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so cute,
1: uh, yeah. so cute. Yeah, cute. Uh-huh. He just knocked over all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> super cute. Uh, yeah. No, but so I, it, it wasn't nonsense to me. It was, uh, you know, I can see how it could have helped other couples, but what we were going through, it didn't address uh, anything that wasn't already happening so what with what was going on in our world at that time it didn't it didn't bring out anything new okay so that's
2: fair uh, enough i, I get so yeah that. It
1: didn't it didn't it didn't help I mean, and that's the thing about therapy and all and knowing that i i had have people who uh, have friends that have gone to therapy. I know not every therapist is gonna work for every person, so you have to find the right person and you've already discussed that before
2: yeah, do you think that maybe? It didn't fully work because maybe you only did two months.
1: I think it didn't fully work because she had a personal relationship with the master. Okay. So, so she just was, felt it uncomfortable. Was, it was so not maybe, comfortable to her.
2: Maybe if you guys branched out and like tried someone else, maybe it could have. So it,
1: it may have helped. It may have been, it may have been yeah. a different experience for sure, yeah. but we never tried after that.
2: I will say, I mean. I know it's in the past or whatever, but if I could have given advice, I would say definitely don't go to your pastor. Don't do religion-based therapy. Go to someone you don't know because that's the one thing that I've really loved about therapy. And you guys, I've been in therapy since I was seven years old. So being or like going to therapy with someone you don't know, you're able to have an unbiased opinion, right? right? Because when you go to someone that knows you, then judgment comes into play. They treat you different or whatever,
1: but well, going- even, even if they don't, even if they don't treat you different, you have an, in the back of your mind, do they see me different now?
2: Oh, absolutely. Even if they don't say it.
1: Yeah. Even if they don't sure. say it, and it's a possibility that they don't even see you different, but you don't know that because that's not something you're going to talk about outside of right. the, uh, the uh, you know, the confinements of those counseling sessions
2: exactly and then my anxiety would be up the roof and i'd be like oh my god do they think this of me like (laughs) i couldn't exactly there's no way yeah i could never do that so definitely having like an unbiased opinion someone you don't know i think is is more ideal for sure and the other thing like i said before what you just said was making sure that you find someone that you are comfortable with, even yeah. if that means, you know, going to 10 different therapists before you find the one that you're like, okay, I vibe with this person. I right. like him or her or whoever, like you have to,
1: you're not concerned, you know, the concern of, of, of you running into your therapist outside in the wild is, is right. very low. It's very low as opposed to working as, as opposed to walking into, right? you know, church on Sunday and looking at your, your 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 pastor, knowing that he like he knows you like it doggy style.
2: Oh Jesus Christ. I <laughs> will <laughs> say this. Wait, I actually have a story for you guys. So I think I've told you Ernesto and I've said this on my life before, but I'm gonna tell you guys in case you didn't know, because you said like it's one in a million, like seeing your therapists in public. I literally Saw my labor and delivery doctor at the grocery store. And it was so funny. He didn't obviously recognize me, but I remember I'm like at Bond at my grocery store, doing my grocery shopping, whatever. And I see this man in like a suit. He looks really nice. And I was like, oh my God, where the fuck do I know this guy from? Mm -hmm. I was like, we went to a car dealership. I was like, I did this this week. Like, what am I? How do I know this guy? But I was like, I swear on everything above that I know this man from somewhere. And I just could not put my finger on it. So the whole time I'm like walking through the produce section and he's right there, like picking up a tomato. And I'm just like staring at him. And there's one point where he looks at me and I like smile and he smiles back. And I was like, this is weird. Like, does he know me? I know him. Like, right. We go to check out everything. I have no fucking idea. I am you in just the... can't
1: remember, no recollection.
2: No, no, I am in the car on the way home, and I said, "Monica, that guy fucking gave, like, helped you give birth to your child."
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit!" He didn't recognize you there, but he would probably recognize if he saw your coochie.
2: He would have recognized my vagina. He's like, "Oh, you, you, you <laughs> tore, and I had to sew you back up." Oh, okay, that's you. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" So random. <laughs> Should have went and gave him a hug. You know what? He was so sweet and kind to me when I gave birth. And it's funny because the doctor initially was like, I had one doctor before and he was like, okay, listen, from now until the end of your nine months, you're going to meet with six doctors. And one of those six are going to be your labor doctor. And I was like, amazing. Perfect. I met fucking five of them. Guess who, guess who delivered my baby?
1: The sixth? The one that you didn't meet?
2: It was the sixth. And he ended up being so soft-spoken and I was crazy. Okay. When I was giving birth, I was, I told my nurse to shut up.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Because I was in so much pain and she was talking so sweet to me. She was like, Oh, you're going to be just fine. This. I was like, can you please just shut up? Like, (laughs) I was like, who talks like that? Like talk normal. And you guys know me. I'm so nice. But at this point, I was like, "Absolutely not! Like, this is not your real voice. This has to be a
1: joke." (laughs) But right, see, with um, uh, with my ex-wife and our first with Aiden, um, (laughs) he told her when she was very early in the pregnancy that he that she was not going to be able to give birth, uh, uh, just a natural birth,
2: like a vaginal birth. He
1: said, he said that you're just you're, you're you're too narrow. You're you're just you're just too narrow so it's not you're not going to be able to Mm -hmm. she tried for 13 hours she tried for 13 hours and 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 finally he got a lot uh,
2: that's a lot because carter was out in 12
1: yeah he got he got there and said he checked he's like nope we're gonna have to go and uh, uh, and c-section and she was so disappointed she was so sad but it was like it was that's he told us he warned us that it was a It was he well he didn't he didn't say it was a possibility he said you're not going to be able to
2: yeah
1: oh Damn. Um, yeah but her. no we so always how, saw how
2: long part. was the total labor just the 13 hours and then the c-section
1: yeah about 13 hours and 13 and a half hours it wasn't yeah. that you know um Damn. it wasn't that long uh that that long after he came and saw her that he said okay no we just it's just it's not going to happen so she, C-sections she tried. C sections are it
2: gnarly man i mean i know vaginal births are too but like being cut open and oh i can't
1: she, yeah. The first one with 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 our boy, um, she was concerned that she could still feel something. You know, once they numbed her, once you know she had the like, epidural right. and everything, and they were laying down and they were about to start, uh, she could actually she couldn't feel pain, but she could actually feel them
2: something making like the incision, or, yeah,
1: making the incision, and that freaked her out. And She was like, "Oh, I I can feel, oh, no, I can feel something." Tell, and he put her to sleep. He told the uh, uh, oh shit, uh, they
2: don't want to take chances.
1: He put her to yeah. He's like he yeah, put, and she was so upset because she didn't actually. Experience. She woke up. She did yeah. She woke you know she woke up hearing Aiden crying, right? And then I finally took him to her when they handed him to me. And I took him to her. And She's like he's got so much hair. She was so happy afterwards, but she had not seen she had not experienced it. So we had scheduled a C-section with our daughter because it was less than likely that she was going to be able to vaginal birth, give vaginal birth again so yeah. we scheduled it and plus we scheduled, she was actually due on the 26th of december and we didn't yeah. want her to have her birthday so close to christmas so we right. we did it a week prior um that's why she was born on the 18th because we did it a week before christmas and she was like i am not going to sleep this one i'm staying up and, and, and i am staying awake when they take her out of me this time so yeah she didn't she didn't say a word. She said she, she could still feel things down there, but it, it wasn't pain. She could still feel things, but it wasn't pain.
2: Yeah. No, I, I I do know that usually when you have a C-section, your second one usually has to be a C-section.
1: You right. can
2: do a vaginal birth, but it's really tricky. Mm-hmm. And they always have to have the mom's best interest at hand. So yeah, it usually is like a scheduled C-section. Right. And you know, I am glad that I was able to do a vaginal birth. It was Super fucking intense, man. Like it was obviously the worst pain I've ever experienced in my whole life. And I did have an epidural, obviously, but um, obviously, honey, it was fucking brutal, man. Like I remember the doctor saying, we're going to push on three, one, two, three, push. And then one, two, three, push. Right. It was like, one, two, three, push. And then I was like, four, push. Like, I just wanted this little motherfucker out of me. I was just like, ready. Yeah. So I pushed him on four and he like came out a little bit. His head was like popping out. And then I was so tired and exhausted that I like sucked him back in. And oh, then okay. when he came out, he had a football head. So that was cute. I oh, think- yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's the one thing that neither one of the kids had because of c session didn't yeah. have the, the, the yeah. oblong head.
2: Oh, yeah. He looked like a little alien baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then because he's mixed, because he's white, black, Mexican, Spanish, like so many different things. I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to have a redhead. Like, I didn't know. And he comes out and he is white like pasty like ghost white
1: oh okay yeah and
2: i was like oh i just gave birth to an albino child i legit (laughs) thought i gave birth to an albino child and when he came out he wasn't crying so they like put him under this heat lamp and started like smacking his butt a little bit and i was looking at him and i was like oh he's albino like for sure and then eventually he cried and started getting some color and i was like yeah
1: yeah yeah when he which i which
2: tree. i wouldn't have cared if he was albino
1: but he, he took his breath and then yeah there was that that it's a weird thing, it's a weird thing to see it them is to go from pale, super pale to actually having color like immediately after like a couple of breaths uh exactly. one because it's the it's the breath and two because they're crying and they're like their vessels the blood are, flow the blood yep. flows really really fast and that caused them to you know that 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 color to just to just show up really quick
2: exactly and then did you he have at, a lot of hair too no, he was a baldy.
1: Oh, okay. See, Aiden and Cambria both had a lot of hair.
2: Yeah. But then you look at Carter now, like, he's darker than me. Right. Like, he's got a better tan than me. I'm like, what the hell, bro? Like With lighter lucky. hair.
1: <laughs> With lighter hair, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Birth is funny. Birth is funny. It's right. But I think it's kind of crazy that, you know, we say childbirth is the worst pain that we've ever experienced, which mm-hmm. is true. But at the same time, we can continue to make babies. Right. And here's my my take on that. Why women are able to have so many children is because I look back on childbirth, even though I know it was excruciating. It almost seems like a dream.
1: Right. It like is. It, you know what? Like it, is.
2: it never happened.
1: It's also it's very therapeutic. Yes, it's yes. very therapeutic.
2: Because guess what? Once Carter was born, what do you think the first thing I did was? What do you think
1: poop
2: (laughs) well that too but i cried i cried right like the first thing i did i was so full of emotions because first of all i just created life he is like sitting right in front of me it's like a new experience i'm meeting this human for the very first time Mm -hmm. who's a part of me came from my organs and my body and it was excruciating pain and i did it and i'm proud of myself so I'm feeling all of these emotions at once. And I'm like, wow, Monty, like you just fucking did this. It's miraculous.
0: Yeah, Having a sure baby
2: thing. is nothing short of a miracle. It's crazy.
1: Definitely. Especially considering babies. How can I put it? Um, they're not done. When they give the uh, humans. They're not done. They're not ready to be born at nine months. Right. Humans should not be born until about 12 months. But the human body is or the female body cannot maintain maintain that for more than, you know, more than nine months. Yeah. You know, because you can see like in animals, you see a baby giraffe born and it starts walking five minutes after it's born.
2: Right. Babies, yeah. how long does it
1: take for them to Horses.
2: Yeah, it's insane. They come out looking like grown-ass animals. It's, it's crazy to me. And I love it. It's such a beautiful thing. So I think that is the one thing that won't keep me from having another baby. Like I yeah. want another baby. I would love to have one more. I don't want any more than two. Right. But I would have another baby for sure. One more. Why, yeah. But yeah. then I've also heard, obviously I don't know, but just hearing from like my mom and other moms that your second is easier. Your third is easier. Like, right. it, you know, your body gets so used to you know, dilating and things like that, that, you know, and you know what, I had a really good pregnancy considering like, uh-huh. you know, and labor because I was only in labor for 12 hours. I had a friend, her, um, Sheena she was in labor for like 27 and a half hours.
1: Yeah, I remember. I know That's people have been in labor that long,
2: too. insane. 12 hours was fucking brutal for me. My water broke at 2 a.m., went to the hospital by like 3 or 4. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 4. Because my doctor told me that I needed to have contractions at home for 2 hours. Oh, okay. Go to the hospital at 4. Believe it or not, I was only, but my water broke. Right. And I was only dilated to like one and a half centimeters when you
1: got to the hospital.
2: Yes. Which normally they won't take you at one centimeter. That's nothing like people on their period are dilated to one centimeter. They're not going to take you, but because my water broke, they didn't want to risk infection. So they took me in. Mm -hmm. And um, then I think I started like really dilating around like 7am. And then after that, it was just like, let's go. Right. Waiting for that epidural, baby. You guys, what would I tell you? There was this little Asian man. I don't remember his name. I wish I did. He was so sweet and so funny. He was making me laugh. I was waiting for the epidural because I was in so much fucking pain. Yeah. And I remember he walks in with like this little rolling cart with all like the epidural and all this shit. Right. I looked at him. I'm not even kidding you i threw my arms in the air it was like me seeing a glass of wine i was so <laughs> fucking excited and i was like that's brad like <laughs> you're here i'm so excited shoot me up baby i'm ready i like flipped over turned my background i was ready to just like get rid of this pain and i had to be induced too so mm-hmm. i don't know if you know too much about being induced so because no. when i went well, in, oh no i
1: know about it but i I yeah, yeah.
2: So because I was only one centimeter, they don't want to risk the mom, right?
1: Right.
2: Which I get it, but it sucks at the same time. They'll take the mom most of the time over the baby because, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know why. But anyways, so because I wasn't getting dilated enough, they were like, we have to induce you. And I was like, well, what does that mean? I always heard the term and how they explained it to me. I, I started crying because they were like it's like your baby drowning. So your baby is going in and out of water. So it's like going down, gasping for air and going back down. And I was like, no, I don't want that. And they were like, well, we have to, because you're not, you know, getting dilated enough for the time frame that you've been here. And so it took a lot of convincing and, you know, my family and everyone, they were like, Monty, just do it. Like, you know, you're still at a three right now and you should be at an eight, you know, just do it. So, and because my water already broke, they were scared for infection. So we ended up doing it and I have a four-year-old today, guys, he's happy and healthy and crazy as ever. So, you know, doctors know it's just scary for like a first time mom. Most I'm like, I don't want that for my baby. Like what the hell? This is scary and crazy and you know, but sometimes you just have to do what they say because they're the professionals. But
1: yeah. did you suffer lo- from uh postpartum?
2: I did. Yeah,
1: you I did. did. Okay. I did. Did you have to take medication for that or did therapy help with that?
2: I have not been on any antidepressants or any pills for anxiety since i was 23 10 10 years yeah 10 years i have not been on any medication and i won't say that i refuse to take medication i think i've kind of been on the fence of getting on adhd medication but I've, i haven't taken anything for depression right. so about 10 years back i decided that i didn't want to be on anything i stopped antidepressants i stopped my adhd medication and i also Um, what else did I stop? There was something else. Oh, my birth control. I stopped Mm -hmm. my birth control as well. Got it. Ever since I got off all of that, even though I go through waves of like depression and things like that, I feel like it's helped me tremendously. It also may have helped
1: you manage it a little better because you are managing it through medication.
2: Yeah. But yeah, postpartum depression is real and it was super hard. But I had a good support system and I let a lot of people around me know what was happening and what was going on. And I handled it.
1: Yeah. Well, see, that's another I, what I one thing that I think about when it when it comes to therapy is um, is there are different forms. You there know, is. there is that there is that the, the tip, the, the I wouldn't say stereotypical, but the traditional forms of therapy most definitely is going and find the therapist and And have sessions uh, like that Uh, you have discussed about a type of therapy that you wanted to start as well
2: right yeah so i've been talking about this for a while and if you guys are listening and you're interested please hit me up this is a new ideal that i've been kind of creating for a while but i want to start a goddess circle so it's going to be obviously myself and sorry, gentlemen, this is just for the women. Sorry, Ernesto. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: fine. That's, that's fine. I get it.
2: Um, But it's just going to be for females. And I really want to get this goddess circle where it's, you know, we have FaceTime every or Zoom or whatever, once a month, we have group chats, you know, we get together and talk about things like this. Right. So if you're a new mom and you're dealing with postpartum depression or, you're having troubles in your marriage or you just want to meet some girlfriends or you just want to talk, you want to connect and you don't know where to go. I want this to be a a platform. And then eventually if we want to like meet up or, you know, do things like that, it's still in the works, but it's something that I really want to do.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Especially because I feel like even though I have friends and girlfriends and things like that, I want to find like-minded individuals that really want to connect on a little bit more of a spiritual level yeah. you know things like that.
1: No, and that's good that's a, I mean that's that's a good thing to want to have and you actually have one the platform and two the capability and the, the 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 yearning to actually do that to actually to actually push and make it happen you and you have the motivation to do that so yeah most definitely is it's a it's a good idea and yeah you should you you well I know you're going to move forward with it so yeah that's a that's a plus that's definitely a plus and I think it is going to happen and I'm okay with not being a part of it because that's something that that uh, you want to it it is specifically for a specific it it is designed for a specific purpose right and sometimes sometimes people just have to understand that you're not supposed to be a part of everything yeah
2: exactly you know and
1: i understand that i understand that i'm not supposed to be a part of everything in everybody's world and everybody's life so right. I, I get that so that's why i don't get upset with girls night and think you know yeah, that's of uh, course yeah. of course that's just, yeah but you know how some people we're can like get, gonna
2: talk about periods and you some, know
1: some people get hurt by that some people are like oh well you know you can't include me or things like that it's it's it happens yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 always okay with the fact that I don't I'm not going to be included in certain things. I wasn't going to be included into the Harry into the uh, uh, um the Harry concert because I'm not a fan.
2: Be quiet. Everyone's a fan of Harry Styles. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you listen to the new album? You have to at least listen to it. I haven't yet. Of course you haven't. I haven't had a chance. Blah, blah, blah. I don't I want to hear it. I
1: haven't had a chance.
2: All right. We're going to play it right now, guys. The whole album. So, <laughs> I told you guys it's only a 40-minute podcast, but That was a joke. It's another hour and a half. We're playing the whole album.
1: (laughs) The album is an hour and a half.
0: No,
2: I'm just kidding. No, it's it's not. It's actually pretty quick.
0: That's what she said. (laughs) 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 Oh
2: my God. No, I mean, so like, if, obviously, you guys know, I love therapy. I'm all about it. Ernesto, it's not in therapy. Do you ever like go to someone when you're sad? Or if you're feeling like less than, or you're not feeling as like good as you want to, like, who do you go to? Who do you talk Na- to? Nature. Nature. Okay.
1: I go to nature for that. Um, I like that. One is, it, it, it's, I don't, it's not that I feel like I'm burdening, burdening somebody with my, any issues that I have, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be a burden. You know what I mean?
2: I'm the same way. I agree with you on that.
1: So yeah, I do. I go to nature. I take a hike and, 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 and just allow myself to speak to the earth about it. I like that. Speak to, speak to the trees, speak to the grass, speak to the, the dirt, all of that. And I just let myself, I let it all flow out of me there. I learned that I could do that. Um, I think I mentioned this before with, um, an issue, not an issue, but a a scenario I had with a car accident that I was in.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: You know, and, and I was there with, with my best friend Preppy and yeah, I channeled all that anger and negativity into a, into a stone and I threw it into the woods. Yeah. I hope I didn't hit a chipmunk or anything, but you know, I, I tossed it into the woods and I felt a lot better. And she looked at me and she goes, that's how you do that. And I didn't realize that until she pointed it out, that that's how I can, that's how I am who I am and how I am, because I can channel that negative energy out of myself into something that's inanimate and get rid of it.
0: Yeah,
2: I think that's a great way to do it. For me, I'm kind of similar to you in a sense where I don't like to put my problems, my depression or anything onto other people. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't want to, it's more so, I don't really like that attention. I don't want people always like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, it gets annoying. Yeah, Yeah. I'm okay. Like, I'm not going to off myself today, guys. Like, I'm fine. Right. But at the same time, I do like to know that people are there for me. but I feel like people are always there for me. You know, you, you and I text at least once a day and you know, we're always talking in the group chat and you know, things like that. I love that. I know that I have people, my mom, my sister, like there are always people around me. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So for me, I shut down, but I shut down, I think in a healthy way. Uh So if I know I'm feeling depressed it's okay, then you go to therapy, okay? You take a hot bath, okay? You get off social media, okay? You go and have a water balloon fight or do bubbles with your son. Like, you do something to get you out of that funk. Mm -hmm. So I think when I am depressed, I go about it in the right way.
1: Yeah.
2: Instead of like, oh, I'm going to take some pills and drink some wine and like sulk in my sadness. No, I get my ass up and I go to work. Like Kim Kardashian said, remember? Do you oh guys gosh,
1: remember that?
2: Yes. Oh. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. No. Oh I I do. I feel like I do it in a very responsible, like mom way.
1: Yeah. Well, see, and it's not to say that if you need to be on a pill, that it's a bad thing. No, that's not, not how at you all. that's not how you no, No. That's not how you'll go about it.
2: But I'm talking about like recreational drugs, not like an actual antidepressant. No, antidepressants, right. yeah. if you need to be on that fucking fantastic I'm saying like pain pills or like you know what I mean that are not prescribed to me right I don't I don't do that kind of stuff so
1: see I take I I take a Flintstone vitamin and I feel great Yeah.
2: I take a gummy I fucking love it (laughs) (laughs) but I think there are super healthy ways to deal with depression and you know do I think therapy is a great thing to do 1000% I think every person should be in therapy. I think it it helps so much. Will everyone agree with me on that? Absolutely not. And that's totally okay. Because yeah. that's just my opinion. I right. just think, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing, uh, uh, there are, like we said, there are different forms of therapy. People, right. I mean, retail therapy is a thing.
2: Yeah. You know, oh. it is a
1: thing, you know. Are you so, kidding me? Yeah. Why not? I mean, people sometimes, they kind of vanish into gaming as therapy which is fine. You know, yeah. as long as it's a healthy, as long as you're doing
2: it in a healthy way. Yes. Yeah. As long as
1: it's a healthy yes. amount, you know, people limits will, to will, everything. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, that I think a lot of people that are involved in this don't realize that, and I talked about this in a previous um, episode about the Ragger program that I, that I am a part of through the YMCA. Mm-hmm. that program right there, it is a it is a program to better yourself to challenge yourself that is a form of therapy too because you set right. goals you set guidelines you set you set these goals one that are already instilled in each rag that come with yeah i know wings is just running in the background everywhere.
2: I'm sorry i'm like it's trying just... to listen to you and wings is just like speed <laughs> racing
1: through the house. all about it yeah <laughs> it. so the there are you know challenges set forth with each rag but then challenges personal challenge you set up on those rags yourself for each person that way they make it personal to you right that is another form of therapy absolutely Um, there are so many forms of therapy uh exercise uh, yes exercise just sex sex is another form of therapy it may not be the healthiest form of therapy sometimes but it's pretty healthy guys
2: and it gets rid of headaches you should try it (laughs) all right i'll be back (laughs) it does (laughs) <laughs> masturbating helps it's true they say women who masturbate twice a week live like 12 years longer than people who don't so so
1: you're gonna grow to be about 177
2: i am good are you kidding me like 215 right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> guys if you could take anything away from this whole entire episode get out there and fucking masturbate please masturbate
1: that's, that's gonna be the title of the uh <laughs> of the podcast masturbation. this episode masturbation
2: <laughs> I <love> it. <laughs> i love it oh my god the best you have to guys you have to you guys i am so happy you guys joined us for another week we are ending today happy monday this was a fun episode i liked it yeah, it was. It nice. was. Again, yeah. see, that's
1: the thing, the beauty of it. We wanted to talk about therapy. We went into And then we get it. <laughs> we, we, we go into masturbation. We talk about so many other things. Uh, but that's the beauty of this podcast is that it will bounce from one subject to the other. But, hot mess, baby. But, you know, it all comes, it, comes, it all works. It works. It that's does. the beauty of it.
2: Yeah. You guys know that I pooped while I gave birth to Carter. I had to be stitched <laughs> up. I met my doctor at Avon's, guys. This is what this is what happens. You and know then...
1: that you know that my ex wife's pastor knows that we like it doggy style. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. you, you mean, heard, Who, heard
2: who it doesn't? Who doesn't like doggy style?
1: I've not met somebody who hasn't yet.
2: Exactly. Everyone loves doggy style. It's the deepest. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, guys. I am done for the night. I need to go to bed. It is getting that neat. went south
1: so fast. <laughs>
2: I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining for another week of a hot mess podcast. You guys know, we love having you around. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys as always, and we will be back next Monday.
1: Uh, Remember guys, if you guys want us to talk about a specific subject, if you want us to go into detail about anything in particular about this episode or any of the previous episodes, you can always think of us a call on the hotline. That number is 310-494-6811. 310-494-6811. And you can just leave a message. It's open 24-7. Just leave that message and and we will listen to it and very likely play it on the podcast, unless you you instruct us not to. But uh, we can do that.
2: I think Winks just said 411. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I heard it.
1: I would not be surprised. And
2: also, I'm still waiting for anyone who is open to read my DMs for an episode. So if you want to read one of my creepy DMs, hit me up or the podcast Instagram and we'll make it happen.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You can also that Instagram is a hot mess podcast underscore. I didn't come out clearly. I don't know why, but it's a hot mess podcast underscore
2: a mail podcast like no it said. wasn't
1: a hot mail, it was a hotness podcat cat i don't know what that was about but
2: we gotta have you some boobers just kidding we're gonna post <laughs> it yeah. we love you guys thank you so much for tuning in we will be back next monday i hope you guys have a very amazing week a safe week do something kind for someone and we will see you bitches next monday love you guys boy we- Bye.
0: Charcuterie is just Lunchables trying to be fancy.
1: Well dip me in cheese and call me a chip because I am nacho bitch. Motherfuckers want a nut in your mouth but not kiss you afterwards. If I gotta swallow your kids, you're gonna kiss them goodbye too. Some things about me you should know. I'm always tired regardless of how much sleep I've gotten. I'm always at like a six in terms of how annoyed I am. My hobbies include one, laying down, end of list. I really love Italian food, and your opinion means nothing to me.
0: Someone said if your smile is half of your personality, what's the other half? Obviously my boobs.
2: Every night, a single mom crawls into her bed all along, longing for the companionship of an eligible stepdaddy who will love her children and her as his own. Right now, there's a local MILF who needs you. For just two weekends a month, Your call says I'm here to help.
1: The CDC says that if for any reason your palms are sweaty, knees are weak, arms are heavy, stay away from mom's spaghetti. Stay safe out there.
0: Let me tell y'all something. The best advice you will ever receive in your life will come from a crackhead. And I live in Florida. Our crackheads are top tier. They are built different so I know firsthand. I was just at the convenience store trying to get some ice. And the guy going in in front of me was arguing with the crackhead outside. And I know y'all going to be like, Jasmine, how are you going to assume somebody's a crackhead? Because he was yelling at the guy, stop staring at me because I'm a crackhead. Something inaudible. This could be you one day. So the guy said something I couldn't hear and was like, and I don't do crack. And then the crackhead was like, well, you do something. sad your skinny jeans with a belt on. Now I'm howling rule number one of interactions with a crackhead you never amp them on so now he like oh yeah you like that (laughs) you thought that was funny so now he yelling after the guy in the store he was like why didn't you hold the door open for the fat bitch now i want to go cry in the car because what the fuck did i do to the goddamn crackhead to deserve some sort of shit like that so as i'm coming out the store he's like i think i upset you and i ain't mean nothing by what i said you know the weight looked good on you i fucked a lot of fat bitches back in my day so i was built for the crackhead gaze my mental health is doing numbers right now